found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Ah, good afternoon. Welcome back again. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. 1700 KBGG. Well, got to take a moment to to catch my breath. What a night in sports we had last night as the NBA Finals got going. And, well, this will be one that we'll be talking about for a long time. It's funny. I uh, was talking with a couple of clients this morning, and both that were I talking and we were talking NBA together, they both separately brought up the 76ers-Lakers series from the early 2000s in Game 1, where the Sixers stole the game. They, they went in there, they got the victory in Game 1. We know what happened after that. It was four consecutive, but it was Allen Iverson putting that decrepit team on his back and leading them to a victory in Game 1. It's what we should have had last night. That's what we should have had last night. We should be getting ready for Sunday evening. And the conversation today should be, well, could they do that? How do you find a path to get three more victories from this Cavs team? Is it realistic at all? Is it a switch that's going to be flipped and suddenly Golden State is back? Instead, bad calls, unfortunate bounces, and boneheaded decision-making. That leads us to where we are today. Golden State with a one nothing lead, an overtime victory for the Warriors. And, oh, boy, that one last night had me talking to the television a whole, whole lot. We will get into that today and a whole lot more. Kicking things off at about 1220, it'll be our old friend Chris Monter, College Basketball News, does a lot on the recruiting scene. We're going to talk a little bit about that with him. College basketball, obviously, the decisions for Lindell Wigginton coming back to Iowa State, Tyler Cook back to Iowa. We'll get Chris's thoughts on that, and we'll talk about the NBA Finals. That comes your way at about 1220. Then Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star, he'll give us his perspective on the Big 12. Is it really, truly, possibly the Iowa State Cyclones that can push Kansas this year in the Big 12? Now, look, it's silly to pick, predict, bet anything other than Kansas coming into the year, right? Kansas in the regular season is a close to a mortal lock as you're going to find in college sports. And, and even though you're laying minus money and you're laying 800 to win 100 back, you've done that over the last 14 years, you're profitable. You're making money, even laying that big juice. I'm not going to go away from that anytime soon. But if there is a team in that next group, Kansas State, Iowa State, TCU, they get Jalen Fisher back healthy. Mishaka in Texas, do, do they start to put it all together? On and on and on. We can go down that road. West Virginia, Conte is coming back. Look, it's still Kansas number one. But those other teams, that other group, I love this Iowa State team. I love this roster that Steve Prohm's going to have next year with Wingington back. We'll get into that. Talk a little Chiefs and Royals as well with Blair Kirkhoff. That'll be at about 1240. We'll follow that up at 1 o'clock in the 1 o'clock hour. Tom Kaker from Hawkeye Report. He's going to stop by. We'll talk some Tyler Cook with him, get his perspective on Cook coming back. What does it mean for Iowa basketball? You know, this is a different conversation now today after we know the official announcement for Tyler Cook because 
I was continuing over the last two months and wondering, with Tyler Cook or without Tyler Cook, does it really change the perception of Iowa a whole lot going into the year? I don't think it does. Now, you're getting back your leading scorer, your leading rebounder, a guy that has some immense talent, and that's a good thing. But unless they fix the woes that they had defensively a year ago, it's not going to matter. With Tyler Cook without, you're still one of the worst teams in college basketball and defense, and that's what they were last year. It's really not going to matter. What does it change? We'll get into that with Tom Caker. Also, he has an update up at HawkeyeReport.com at DJ Carton. Want to get his thoughts on, on Carton as he has his top six, Michigan, Indiana, Iowa, amongst them, Ohio State, along with Xavier and Marquette. Those are his top six. But something, Hawkeye fans, if maybe you, you think DJ Carton going to be staying in-state and playing with the Hawkeyes, or that's his final six. Remember, it's not his final six schools for DJ Carton. It is his top six. And he's working out right now with the U.S. basketball. And the head coach of that team, Bill Self. Bill Self has a point guard. Already has his point guard commitment for the 2019 class. And some people believe when you have that, well, you are done recruiting point guards. I don't know if that's the case. We've seen Kansas throughout the years play a couple of point guards together. We've seen them do it very, very effectively. The kid from Chicago, small, 5'9", quick guy. Carton, a little more length to him, 6'3", very good athleticism. Can you play both those guys together? You probably could. And the way that we've seen DJ Carton continue to turn heads? The other thing, the kid from Chicago is not as highly ranked. This is Kansas. If Kansas can get a better prospect, they're going to take the better prospect. They'll just tell the kid from Chicago, go kick dirt. Reopen your recruiting because you don't have a scholarship here. Instead, DJ Carton. That's a lingering concern, at least to me, looking at it from the Hawkeye perspective. We'll talk about that with Tom Caker. Then at about 0120 or so, we will call up Ken Miller as he'll be making his way back from Vegas, be getting on a plane here in a couple of hours, but we'll nab him before he jumps on the plane and uh, comes back home here to Des Moines. I know he's excited. Talked with him earlier this morning. He's ready to get home. And, and anybody that's been to Vegas. Now, it's one thing I mean, when you're young and you're partying, clubbing, if, you, if that's a thing. Do I sound cool? I'm going clubbing. If you that kind of thing, you get wrecked, right? I mean, you're just, just wrecked. I've been there. Been there plenty of times before. But even if you're out there and you're not at that level and you're not slugging down, you know, 15 Bud Lights and, and doing shots and shooters off a girl's chest, even if you're not doing that, it still takes a lot out of you. And I'm going to guess Ken probably is not doing those things. But just being in Vegas, the bright lights, the late nights, it can wear on you. I think three days is perfect. Three days, two nights. Get in, middle of that first day, have plenty of time. Leave, middle of the day on your way back. To me, that's perfect. You don't want those early wake-up calls. The other thing, I don't think you want to get out there too early on that first day because you can make mistakes. Also been there. You got, got a little budget. That budget can be burned through very quickly. Got to get some pool time, maybe see a show. You always got a good list of Vegas and the sports wagering. 
still Ken Miller. He'll be with us. Forgot where I was going there. He'll be with us at 120, and we finish up today with the Hawkeye Swarm as Dr. Stephen Fuller will be by. He sponsors the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline with two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines, along with 8th Street Southwest in Altoona for Fuller Family Dentistry. If you're looking for a new dentist, a family doctor, whatever it may be, Dr. Fuller, great guy, does a lot helping the community. He's a big part of the organization and the Iowa Dental Organization that puts together their drive each and every year where they deliver almost a million dollars in free dental care for Iowans without insurance, without the means to do it each and every year. This year it's up in northwest Iowa. It's been in Des Moines in the past, Cedar Rapids last year. It'll be back in central Iowa soon. But a great chance to give back and a big thank you to Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry. And today uh, we're going to go down the road of Hawkeye running backs. Great Hawkeye running backs is the topic this afternoon. We'll do that late in the program today before we get out of here at 2 o'clock. And then if you didn't get enough of me today, don't worry, you could get even more. Because Jimmy B's off today, so I'll be solo during drive time this afternoon from 4 until 6 o'clock. But got a lot of great guests lined up for there. John Walters will be here. Our buddy Wolfgang, a couple of things I want to run by with him today. So we got a lot coming up this afternoon. A couple of solo shows, and that's okay. Because I, I start with where I started in the beginning, and that was last night. And is it J.R. Smith? Is that where you look at first? I mean, the, to not know time and situation. This is an adage. I don't know how far it goes back, but I remember little league coaches. I remember youth basketball coaches. You got to know the situation. And maybe it's just the way that I'm wired and the way that I look at sports, but I cannot fathom for a moment. I was not a great athlete. Anybody that saw me play basketball or baseball or football or run cross country or golf. I mean, outside of ping pong, which I, I dominated everybody in badminton and PE, not a good athlete. But there was never a time when I played that I didn't know the situation. Make mistakes, sure. But to not know that a game is tied I'm not equating playing in the North Iowa Conference with Game 1 of the NBA Finals. But it seems to me to be unfathomable. I mean, that, when I was making my notes last night, and I was angry. I mean, I was as upset for a game that I had no rooting interest and no betting interest. I was as upset as I've been for a game like that that I can remember. I, I was seething. Absolute, I livid last night. And because of that, I'm going through it, and that's what I'm right now. But for J.R. Smith, for, for these guys, LeBron's a savant. Now, we talked about this the other day. The way a couple of games back, back in the Eastern Conference Finals, they asked him about a particular play, and he rattled off you know, four, five, six plays in a row, what happened exactly to a T in each and every one. He's different. But for a normal guy, J.R. Smith has played what? 1,200, 1,500 games in his career. I don't know the exact number. Something like that, though. And it's important. It's the NBA Finals. But you get in the flow where it's it's not another game, but it is just another game. And the more that I thought about it, 
the less I, I was deriding JR. George Hill, make a free throw. He he slides in the first one, didn't look pretty off the hand. Then misses the second. You got a free throw to give your team the lead with four seconds left. But still, that that more than anything is not the reason that I'm still shaking my head today. It was the calls late in the game, in the inconsistency. And to me, here's the biggest part. That you can change a block charge call if a guy is in the restricted area. This, to me, is baffling. Think about this for a moment. You're watching an NFL football game. And they throw a pass for a first down over on the sidelines. And they're going back to review where his feet in. Now they see that, all right, both feet are in, all well and good. But there was actually holding on the play. The left guard yanked down the defensive tackle from behind. We missed it, but we're going to change it. Just negate the whole play. I mean, That's, to me, almost what this is. You made a call, a definitive call. And if this play happened the exact same way, but it was on the baseline, there's no review. If it happened up at the three-point line, there's no review. On the wing, no review. But because they went to look to the restricted area, they could change the call. I don't like that. I don't like that part of it. Because if we're going to review every moment like this, let's hope the people in the NCAA were not watching last night because they're going to get ideas and bad ideas. And the basketball games are grueling already as it is. But imagine for a moment, and the NBA is much quicker when they go back to look at things than the NCAA is. Oh, don't give them any ideas. But to change that call, was it the right call? Yes, it was. It was a block, but it's not the call that was made. And it is a judgment call. And in real time, and that's when you're refereeing in real time, you made a call, you go with it. That one stings. And a lot of other moments out there. And George Hill going to the lane with a couple minutes left. It was hacked against the head. Clean strip with LeBron. Nope. Foul. And there, were, there were times in this game that it just seemed like it was stacked up against Cleveland. Frustrating. I was frustrated last night. Shaking. That upset. Probably has something to do with my thoughts on Durant and Draymond Green running his mouth. My goodness. Look, being a little mouthy, I got no problem with. I, I, in fact, I like guys that are lippy. I get a kick out of that. He takes it to another level, though. He takes it to a level that leaves me shaking my head. Draymond, well, he's not listening. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth for a moment. Just let your play do a little talking for once. Never going to happen, right? Wish in one hand, crap in the other. See which one fills up first. I think we know which, one, which one's going to fill up in that one. With that... We are coming back more on the NBA, more basketball talk with Chris Monter. He'll be joining us here after the break as we're with you for the next couple of hours until 2 o'clock today. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700. 
Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help you get started. Visit MichaelJFox.org slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's MichaelJFox.org slash participant pack. Visit today. Commence Exxon and mobile field test. Scientist observes Subject C at station. Subject C forgot his wallet. Subject C uses the SpeedPass Plus app to pay for gas and earn rewards with the tap of a button. Subject C is a cool guy. Subject C actually looks like my cousin Carl. Subject C is my cousin Carl. Conclusion, SpeedPass Plus is the quick, fast, secure way to pay for gas, and Subject C wrecked my jet ski. Yes, you did, Carl! Exxon and Mobile. Energy lives here. Visit exxon.com or mobile.com for details. Heavy, heavy rain this morning causing backed up traffic all the way to... Please remove all laptops and leave... Folks, we're number nine on the list for takeoff, so settle in, keep those seatbelts fastened. What? Rise with that? Welcome to Weston. Travel can be disruptive to your well-being. That's why at Weston Hotels and Resorts, we have rejuvenating heavenly beds, a nutritious superfoods RX menu, and a workout gear lending program to help you stay in control and rise above it all. Weston, let's rise. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. TC back with you once again, running solo here today with you until 2 o'clock. But a lot of great guests lined up. Blair Kirkhoff, he'll be joining us later this hour from the Kansas City Star. Ken will be checking in from Vegas. We got Tom Kakert also from HawkeyeReport.com. He'll be joining us in hour number two. Right now, though, time to talk some basketball and a whole lot of different levels from the recruiting scene to college basketball and the NBA. Joining us right now on the Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, it's Chris Monter. Chris, good afternoon. How are things? Great to be back with you. How are you today? Oh, I, I'm doing excellent. And uh, enjoyed the game. Well, in, enjoyed that at least we had an enjoyable game in terms of competitiveness last night because I wasn't sure we were going to see that. I'm not a Cleveland fan. I'm not a big LeBron Bobo, anything like that. But I'll tell you, Chris, I was I was seething mad last night. And I think a part of it has to do... I don't like Kevin Durant. I don't like Draymond Green. And, and because of it, I really don't like the Warriors. But the way the end of the game went last night, I was shaking upset. How about you, what I'm going to guess as a neutral observer? Well, I'm originally from Ohio, so I kind of was ah, pulling for the, okay. the Cavs a little bit. But it's funny you mentioned about Kevin Durant because like the Warriors used to be 
that that year a couple of years ago, they were kind of like my team. I really like. Yes, yes. There as much as I like Kevin Durant, and he's like one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. To be honest, uh, I didn't really, you know, I haven't really liked him the way I did maybe before. So uh, you're right, and I was very nervous as a basketball fan. To be honest, you know, we saw that with the uh, Houston. Uh, Warriors and even the Boston Cleveland's here. We haven't really seen all that many great games. You know, we've seen, you know, unfortunately a lot of blowouts. So I was a little nervous that that maybe game one would not be a great game, but it was a very exciting game. But you're right, the, the finish, you know, I'm always a, a belief, in belief. To me, I thought Kevin Durant was kind of out of control when he drove to the hoop. Mm-hmm. Obviously, LeBron, you look, he was moving a little bit, but I thought Durant was more out of control, kind of creating the contact. And especially when you call, you know, uh, the the way they called it originally and then to change it was, was tough. And then obviously the finish was one of the crazier finish. I feel bad because I'm a Ohio fan and I let J.R. Smith my watch earlier that day and I forgot to tell him that the battery didn't really work. So it might be kind of my fault on that one. Oh, J.R., J.R., J.R. This is a – so any more in basketball. I mean, J.R. Smith at this point, I don't know, and I should have looked it up during the break because I brought it up in the opening segment. I mean, that guy's probably played – 1,200, 1,500 games. It's game one, but it's still also just another game. You're out there, you're playing hoops. People are killing him for not knowing time and situation. I get it. But then the deeper that I thought about it, I also understand that can happen. It, it can happen, and this is not the first guy that this has run into something like this. I think maybe some people are, are going a little too hard now on J.R. Smith. Well, you're right. If you look at Twitter, he just got killed. Yes. The, the question I have is, you know, and obviously you're you're embarrassed probably if you let that happen. Now he's kind of changing his tune. My question would be, it really almost fouled Durant to get the rebound. You know, if you really thought you were up, you wouldn't even probably have anybody on the free throw line to risk getting a foul. That was the thing. So, you know, if you did it, just admit it. I'd rather you do that, you know, and I think you're sometimes better off. Uh, obviously, you know, they didn't have a timeout. They could have tried to call, but unfortunately the Cleveland bench was at the other end of the court, so that made it kind of hard. But, yeah, you're right, and you kind of had a bad feeling if you were a Cleveland fan that once you didn't have that chance in regulation that things could get ugly in overtime, and obviously Golden State heated up and, and ended up winning by 10. Chris Monter joining us, talking some college and NBA basketball with him. Chris, uh, I LeBron, I was like many when he left Cleveland in the fashion he did. I didn't like it. I uh, didn't like him because of it initially, but I've come back around, coming home to Cleveland, if you will. That was a piece of it, bringing them a championship. But what he's done throughout this playoffs, I I think he has elevated the point. And we don't have to get into the MJ versus LeBron debate because it's not over. LeBron still has plenty of chapters left in his book. But what he's done in this playoff, even even if he gets swept or they lose this series 4-1, something like that, how much more can he continue to elevate without championships in the minds of many in the NBA? Well, you're right. It is amazing what he's done in the postseason. I always said that Kevin Garnett was the best high school player I'd ever seen until I saw LeBron James. I saw him play uh, a game back in high school in Trenton, New Jersey, the primetime shootout. His high school team, St. Vincent St. Mary's, which went on to win a couple titles, played the California eventual state champion Westchester, which had Trevor Ariza. LeBron James, when he left the game with like 10 seconds ago, had 51 points. Westchester, which had three or four Division One players besides Ariza, had 48 points. So they basically outscored a team that went 30-2 and two and won you know, the biggest California state class. So that shows you how dominant he was even back then. So 
Uh, you're right. He does surprise you, though, because you think, you know, he's getting a little older. He doesn't really have the supporting cast. He played all 82 games, you know, after getting a little more rest in the previous years. And, you know, they have a completely different cast of players that they acquired before the training deadline. And some of those moves haven't really panned out. So he's had to even carry more of a load. So it's just amazing what he does on a night-in, night, night night-out basis, really, for that team. Chris, uh, speaking of the high school level, wanted to get your thoughts on a couple of guys, including Patrick McCaffrey, who's playing up in Minnesota this spring and throughout the summer with Minnesota D1. As you've watched McCaffrey, what do you think of his game? I know he's dropped a little bit in a couple of the recruiting sites. 24-7 has him down uh, now around the 50 range. He was a a top 30 player for a long time in his career. What have you seen uh, throughout uh, this spring with Patrick McCaffrey? Well, obviously, he's playing on a very talented team. He's got Matthew Hurt, who is ranked number five by a couple of different sites. They actually won a big tournament down in Chicago this past weekend. They're playing extremely well. Uh, they got a couple other players. Uh, uh, Tyler Wall, who lives in Lakeville, which is where I live, Wisconsin, Minnesota, offered uh, Najee as a player. We talked about Zeke Najee, uh, from kid from Hopkins, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin. I know he just tweeted the other day. I think Indiana offered him, so he's picking up some big interest. Uh, so the very talented team. I always feel that sometimes if you're committed and committed early, that maybe, I don't know, I always feel like sometimes maybe the, the recruiting sites don't maybe look at you quite as hard because they know everything they need to know about you, and they don't probably maybe watch you quite as closely. Where kids, other kids, especially kids that are trying to learn about, they're more intense on. So I always feel like sometimes if you're a kid who's already committed and everybody knows where you're going to school, that you know, maybe you don't move up in the rankings as much as, other kids, but obviously he's a very talented player and a player I know a lot of Iowa fans have enjoyed watching through the high school ranks with Iowa City West, and again, I expect him to have a big-time senior year. You mentioned uh, Matthew Hurt. Uh, is it blue blood, or do the home state Gophers still have a shot in your mind? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot will depend on maybe Minnesota's success. I did a story on him recently. I went to one of their practices. Uh, recently did a story on him for a website right for Gopher Hole that covers uh, Minnesota recruiting. And, and I think he's still pretty wide open. Obviously, you mentioned all the big blue bloods, you know, the, the Kentuckys, the Kansas, all the big-time schools that are looking at him. Obviously, his brother has played at Minnesota the last two years, would be a junior this year, and would be a senior if, if uh, Matthew decided to play his freshman year uh, at Minnesota. So I think Minnesota is probably always going to be in the mix. But you're right, it's going to be hard to beat some of those national powers uh, Minnesota had a very disappointing season, much like Iowa, unfortunately, with some injuries and other things going on with the program, uh, key suspension. Uh, but they added a couple of very talented transfers. They got three of the four best in-state recruits in Minnesota, and Jarvis Thomas Amursa uh, also got Gabe Kausher, a very good shooter from De La Salle, and then Daniel Oturo, a big-time shot blocker. They lost Trey Jones, who everybody kind of thought would go to Duke, where his brother Tyus played, but I think they feel good about the recruiting class. They got a couple of big-time transfers. Uh, um, one who's a grad grad transfer from Wisconsin Milwaukee. They got a pit transfer, average ten points as a freshman, and then a transfer from Vanderbilt. So I think they feel that you know they have a very good chance of being a much better team. I know a lot of people last year even thinking they could maybe be a sleeper Final Four team. I thought that was a little bit much for a team that lost in the first round as a as a number five seed. But I think they have a chance to be a very good team, and obviously that changes some of the perception of some of the in-state players with the program. If Petito, he had the great year two years ago after a rough start in the Big Ten. They reeled off a big streak in there and got to the tournament, still were knocked off in the opening round. If they're not an NCAA tournament team this year, does does the seat get hot for Little Ricky? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think a lot of people thought it was a little hot anyway. I mean, they were a team that made it to the second round of, of the NCAA tournament with Tubby Smith, and then he got fired. Uh, you know, they're a team that wasn't as good. They made it to the NIT, didn't make it to the tournament. Then they finally did make it, got knocked out in the first round. And uh, like I said, everybody thought they would be a, a better team this upcoming past season. They only lost one senior from that team before Team Spring. So I think most people thought they'd be good. But uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, let Reggie Lynch get suspended. Uh, that really hurt them because they didn't really have a lot of size on that team. Eric Curry, who was expected to be a six-man or maybe even a possible starter, you know, tore his ACL. Uh, missed the entire season, so those injuries uh, and suspensions hurt the front court, and then you know they had some injuries in the back court with Amir uh, Coffee missing some time, so they didn't really have the depth, uh, which I think they definitely addressed this season. So you're right. I mean, this is a team that definitely should make the NCAA tournament. If they don't, you know, I think Patino would be a little hot water because the the current AD is not the AD that hired him. So that you always wonder about that a little bit as well. So, but I, I do definitely expect them to be an NCAA tournament team. And to be honest, if they're not, then Maybe you do need to look at maybe making a change. Chris, uh, down here on the local front, right up to deadline for the NBA draft and guys uh, declaring if they're going to come back or, or stay in the draft, Iowa and Iowa State both got some good news with Tyler Cook and Lindell Wigington coming back. Now, neither of those guys were invited to the Combine, but, boy, it felt like from a lot of people that we had talked to, uh, those guys were, were really considering keeping their name in there and probably not going to be drafted, either of them at this point, but... With the two-way deals that are available out there, a possibility, you know, stick around for a year or two in the G League and maybe make that leap, that looked to be a real possibility. What would you like to see out of Cook and out of Wigington this year to improve their NBA draft stock? Well, you're right. I, I think they made good decisions. I'm not totally crazy about the rule because I think it kind of, I mean, it's good for the kids, obviously, but I think sometimes with the colleges, you know, you're not expecting to lose that player. Then all of a sudden when you do, if, it, if he, either of those players would have skated in the draft, then all of a sudden you're, you're kind of scrambling as a, as a team. Uh, the fact that they weren't invited to the Combines, to me, is a, a sign they probably weren't going to get drafted. And I think that's kind of, to be honest, maybe a way of the NBA trying to get some kids to go back to school. And, and I think, you know, when you look at how many players put their name in the draft, you realize only two, two rounds, 30 players being drafted, you do the math, there's only 60 players being drafted. And there were a lot of players who threw their name in. And then you had all the foreign players, all the seniors, but again, I think they got you know some experience uh, from this move and got to work out with some teams, got some feedback from the squads on what maybe they need to work on. I think this will help them in the long run because uh, now they know some of the things they need to work on. Maybe they didn't necessarily know. And, and you, you you look at the NBA and you watch games and maybe you, you think you know what you need to know, but when you work out against other players who are trying to make the league, I think that's a good experience for those players. And, and I definitely think that will help them, not only personally, but hopefully team-wise. They'll, they'll maybe you know improve their skills, and hopefully both of those teams, which I think will, will be much better even from what they were last year, both Iowa and Iowa State. Obviously, Iowa struggled, but they have pretty much everybody back. Iowa State has most of their key player back and a few key transfers, so I expect them uh, to be a better team as well. So I definitely think... That exposure, hearing from the NBA people, now they're on the radar even more than they might have been before. And I remember back in the day when there weren't so many players coming out, I'd even have NBA teams calling me about kids that they didn't know anything about. And some of them were kind of kids who just threw their name and just uh, get their name in the paper. But, you know, if you're a team, you need to do your due diligence. And I think definitely more people are aware of those players than they were before. And Isaiah Moss of Iowa might have been one of those guys like to see his name in the paper. He'll be back with the Hawkeyes also this season. Chris, one final thing. It's a quick turnaround after the finals to the NBA draft. 
tell me about Luka Doncic. Well, very skilled player. Obviously, he's a, a, been one of the top prospects over in Europe for the last couple of years. Only 19 years old, but he's been playing professionally for the last three years. It'll be interesting to see what Phoenix does with that number one pick because their new head coach, very familiar with him uh, from international experience. But, you know, do they take uh, DeAndre Ayton, who, of course, played down the road at Tucson at, at Arizona, a seven-foot big man who can step out, play inside, play outside, if not Sacramento, which has, you know, a lot of foreign people on their staff, including Vladi Divac, uh, Petrovic is now one of their higher-up people as well. Do they take him? And, of course, he has some bargaining power. He could always just stay overseas and play for another year. So I definitely think he can maybe force a team maybe that likes him to maybe try and trade up. So I think he probably goes one, two. Worst case, I don't see him sliding out of the top three. Awesome. Well, Chris, uh, always great catching up with you. NBA Finals going on. AU basketball, I know it's a busy time for you, and then the NBA draft. But thanks for giving us a little bit of time today. Let's try to do it again soon, all right? Look forward to it. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. Chris Monter, College Basketball News, joining us here on the Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. Quick timeout, coming back on the other side. We dig deeper into the Big 12. We'll talk football, we'll talk basketball, and a little Kansas City Chiefs and Royals. Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star. He's up next here. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. There's nothing small about your business. Your passion, your hours, your reputation, it's all huge. Your partnerships, even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business done. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with an advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. There's a reason Craftsman Tools have been around for over nine decades. It's because their solid reputation is built on trust. They've been trusted to be in the hands of the home improvement weekend warrior and the pro who knows these tools will be there day in, day out. After all these years, Craftsman Tools have been in garages and toolboxes all across the country. They're finally coming home to Lowe's. Welcome Craftsman Fixers and Doers. For your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. Pros in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's saves pros money toward their bottom line every day. Stop in during Cobalt Tool Days and save up to 25% off a variety of select Cobalt tools. If you're short on time, shop online at lowesforpros.com. 
and your order will be ready for pickup in store at our pro desk. So, pro, now that you know, let's get started. Offer valid through July 31st. While supplies last, see store for details. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift-each-other-up type. The more determined-than-you-think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you, so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Solo edition on a Friday. Ken will check in later, though, from Vegas, about 120. We will talk with him. But right now, I'm going to talk some Big 12 basketball, maybe a little football, Kansas City sports, and everything else going on in the world with our man Blair Kirkhoff from the Kansas City Star. What's happening, Blair? Not much, Trent. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, got uh, at least something interesting and fun to talk about last night in the NBA. And we got great news two days ago in our state, both on the eastern side of the state with Tyler Cook coming back to Iowa and here in central Iowa at Iowa State with Lindell Wigington coming back. It, it seemed initially that Wigington, he was just testing the process. He was going to go through. And, and kind of the longer it went, I think the more the angst grew for Cyclone fans. But with him back in the mix, you look at that Cyclone roster it looks like they're going to be back to what we'd expected before last season out of Iowa State hoops. Yeah, that was it was a big uh, big call for for Iowa State to have Wigginton come back, and I 
I, I expected it from the outset, but you're right. The longer these things go on, um, you know, the, the more uncertain uh, you get as a fan of, of one of the schools. Kansas fans are going through the same thing with Udoka Azubuki, who waited until the last moment to, uh, to, to announce he was returning uh, as well. So Wigginton is quite a, a centerpiece player to build around. I certainly can see him as a, a preseason all-conference uh, pick going into you know eighteen nineteen as well as uh, as a bouquet and um, and and yeah I, I I think we can start um, thinking about reversing reversal of fortunes at Iowa State for next season with with that roster looks to be in really good shape Wyler Babb in the backcourt after he was shut down last season we saw Solomon Young have an injury at the end of last year. Cam Lard really emerged as it went on, and then you had a couple of high-impact transfers. Michael Jacobson from Nebraska, who's going to help out up front, and Mariel Shayok that can really fill it up. And well, he played for Tony Bennett. You know, he can play a little bit of defense. You know, I know people down there, they're pointing at Kansas State. If somebody's going to push Kansas this year, it'll be the Wildcats. I'm not so sure. Pe- people put that Elite Eight caveat out there, Blair. Remember how they got there. I mean, the, the bracket opened up pretty nicely, and they were promptly pounded by Loyola in the Elite Eight. I, I think some people think of that and think they're one of the eight best teams in the country. I'm still not quite there, even with everybody back at K-State. You know, they, they do return everybody. All their significant players, they're starting five, and then and then a couple of um, uh, you know key role players are back, Dean Wade, Barry Brown. Um, so, you know, the stars, the stars are back. Bruce Weber just got a big extension, uh, which he deserved for for what uh, what Kansas State ended up doing in the postseason. I'm going to have him second or third. I think West Virginia is going in, in the mix at the top as well for next year, uh, even with the loss of Javon Carter. Um, you, you know, the thing about I get what you're saying about K State. You know, the, the bracket did collapse. They they they, they avoided the top seed of Virginia. Got to play uh, Maryland, Baltimore County in the second round. But they did beat Kentucky in the Sweet 16, and uh, and they did, and they made their NCAA tournament run without Dean Wade. He mm-hmm. only played, he only played uh, at less than double-digit minutes the, the entire tournament. So without their their all-conference forward, they they made this run to the lead eight. I, I think Kansas State fans are cautiously optimistic, and and then look, whenever we talk about the Big 12, we've gotten to the point now. It's you know, can anybody challenge Kansas? And with what Kansas has coming back with the, with as a bouquet, they've got big losses. Graham, um, uh, uh, the Legero um, Vic was once Steve Mackay, Luke, and Newman, who was the MVP of the region when Kansas got to the Final Four. They're all gone. But they're bringing the Lawson twins from Memphis, uh, Charlie Moore, a transfer from Cal, a couple of great guards uh, in the freshman class. I think Kansas is going to be. I'm pretty sure they're going to be the favorite again, and we talk about whether, you know, can anybody knock off Kansas. I, I think at this point, just based on who's returning, that Kansas State has the best chance to uh, to challenge Kansas. But, again, I do like what Iowa State's going to have next season. I do like – I'm thinking West Virginia's going to be up there. Um, after that, I, I'm not sure. Texas had a lot of losses. Mm-hmm. I'm not high on Oklahoma, but – uh, but I'll tell you what, I am to the point with Big 12 basketball, the, the days of seeing somebody win the league at 16 and 16 and 2 or even 15 and 3 are over. I, I just think this league is so good and so competitive now that um, 13 and 5 uh, is the type of record I think that'll get you first place in the Big 12. You uh, mentioned those transfers that are going to be eligible after sitting out last year. 
tell us a little bit about the Lawson brothers and Charlie Moore, a guy that I remember a lot about from his high school recruitment. There were some some murmurs about him, ended up at Cal, and then found his way back uh, closer to home, at least the Chicagoland area, back to Kansas. But but what those guys are going to provide and what you heard about them during the redshirt year. Well, with with the the lot with the Lawsons, there's one is is better than the other. One will start, and one won't. One was uh, they both came from Memphis and decided to transfer after uh, Tubby Smith left Texas Tech to to take over at Memphis. Of course, Tubby's gone now, but uh, that's what that's what prompted the move. Um, the the, um, the the one Lawson and and you're gonna have to forgive me because I just can't remember which one of the two it is. I think okay. it's Cedric Lawson. Um, it is the one that was av- that averaged like 19 and and uh, and 10 at Memphis in his uh, in his, his final year there. He's the kind of guy who will c- can come in and 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 probably not probably but have a good chance of leading Kansas and scoring ne- next season. You know he's a, he's a power forward type, and then the player that's going to benefit most from from him is is Azubuke. He's going to be able to play a, a kind of a natural five, be a seven footer, and, and play the play the role that Joel Embiid uh, started to play for Kansas before he got hurt and, and couldn't finish the season in his one year at, at KU. So they're going to have a natural five, a natural four. The problem that Kansas is going to have next year is they're going to go from one of the best perimeter shooting teams in the country to a team that uh, uh, really struggled to find uh, its shot from, from three-point land. There just isn't a, a returning player who who is a uh, you know, who's an adept three-point shooter? Charlie Moore was a 38 or 37 percent shooter at at Cal, but now the the stakes are increased for him. So they're going to have to depend on the freshman guards to you know to, to be the good shooters. It was a great shooting team that, that KU had, um, but but now they're going to play a little more traditional, more inside out. I think the way Bill Self teams some of the better ones he's had likes to play. It's uh, Kansas at the top, and then a lot of questions after that. How about football-wise? Uh, do you see it, Oklahoma at the top, and then a bunch of questions, the new quarterback position, and that's going to be ringing true for a lot of the top teams in the Big 12 on the football side of things. As we're getting closer and closer, we finally get to June now. How are you seeing the race in the Big 12 football-wise? Yeah, I do. I, I do have a, I think there's enough back, even even with Baker Mayfield gone, there, there's enough back at Oklahoma to – uh, put them back at the top, and and um, some of the magazines are starting to hit the stands right now. And I, I I did the Big 12 preview for one of them, and I had Oklahoma winning, and I had West Virginia second because because of Will Greer, um, the, the the most established, uh, and probably uh, if there's a Heisman favorite out of the Big 12, it would be him, the West Virginia quarterback, and and what he has back at wide receiver and on the offensive line. I think West Virginia's offense is going to be terrific this year. So. Um, that, that's who I have second, and, and then, I, you know, I, I can find I can find reasons not to like Oklahoma State, TCU, and uh, because of you know they're breaking in new quarterbacks as well. But you get programs with like like Iowa State bringing the quarterback back, and Kansas State with its um, two-headed quarterback. I think Bill Snyder is going to use the two quarterbacks at his school pretty effectively, and and I never know what to do with Texas. You know, I always Texas always comes in. With a lot of hype, with a great recruiting class, and, and they in, invariably, well, at least for the last, you know, since since the end of the uh, Mac Brown era, let you down. They'll, they'll let you down. So I, I don't know what to do with Texas, but I, you know, I, I, I certainly like Iowa State with uh, with the quarterback returning and um, and and back to a bowl season for sure. And 
and and then Kansas clearly at the bottom with Texas Tech uh, not too far away from there. Uh, but I, I think it's another year for the Big Twelve to get to get seven eight bowl teams. And uh, I don't know if there's a college football playoff team though in the Big Twelve this year. That's going to be the the difficult and another another miss after getting in and being so close last year. Certainly be frustrating. Hey, Blair, out of time. Didn't get to the Royals today, which I, I think's okay. Also didn't get into uh, the Chiefs, but we'll do it next time. Thanks, as always, for joining us. All right, Trent. Take care. That's Blair Kirkhoff with the Kansas City Star. Always a great conversation with him. Big 12 basketball and football. I've been saying it the last two days. I love what the Iowa State roster looks like going into next year. Is there a concern? Is there something that, that Cyclone fans have some trepidation? Going all in. This team's making a run to the second weekend. This team is winning another Big 12 tournament. Is there anything? Hit me up on Twitter, at Trent Con. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Still another hour to go. We kick it off with our man, Tom Caker, from HawkeyeReport.com. We'll take a look at Iowa's side of things with Tyler Cook and Ken Miller from Vegas. All to come in hour number two. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose... Go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at HartmanFlags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett.
Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. Get ready to start saving during Menard's Race to Saving Sale. Pre-blended general-purpose concrete mix is great for sidewalks, floors, steps, patios, curbs, and setting posts. All you have to do is add water, mix, and pour. Right now, get four 60-pound bags of pre-blended general-purpose concrete mix for only $9. Find these and other great deals during Menard's Race to Saving Sale. Now through June 3rd. Save big money at Menard's. It's Ryobi Days at the Home Depot, where the best prices on Ryobi tools come out to play. Like a Ryobi One Plus Battery Kit 2-Pack, just 99 bucks. Two high-performance batteries, a charger, bag, plus your choice of a free select cordless Ryobi One Plus tool from the world's largest 18-volt tool system. And you can't beat free. Ryobi Day Savings, in-store or online at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 20th at participating stores. Claim based on stem pack style batteries. See store for details and product exclusions. What does it take to rebuild trust? At Wells Fargo, we've been thinking about that a lot lately. For us, it begins with a renewed commitment to our customers. Fixing what went wrong, making things right. Working with more transparency and higher accountability. And reinventing how we serve you. It's a new day at Wells Fargo, but it's a lot like our first day. Wells Fargo. Established 1852, 